Hello, and welcome to the Parental Advisory Movie Podcast. We are your hosts, Jeff Hall and Patrick Terry. We're two dads with a love for movies. Join us as we discuss movies we have seen with our kids, as well as movies we have seen without them. Hello, Patrick. How's it going? Pretty good, Jeff. How about you? Not bad at all, my friend. Not bad at all. The sun is out, and so that's a good start. True. Although it's very misleading, because it is definitely very cold out. <laughs> yeah. This past mm-hmm. weekend, I was just... Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather cold than heat, because I don't like sweating. Because it doesn't take long for that to happen. All I got to do is walk outside in 100-degree weather and... Yeah. Like flinch. <laughs> I'm sweating. But um, the cold... Actually, it's not... It's not terrible. Like, um, you know, I walk to and from work. And so as long as I'm walking, it's not cold. Like, it's been like 38 degrees out. and But I'm like, as long as I'm moving, I'm good. Once I stop, then it's cold. <laughs> so. Well, according to our weather, mm-hmm. it's going to be in the 60s starting Wednesday. Wednesday and Thursday, it'll be in the 60s. And then, like, Friday, Saturday, it'll be... 50s and then back in the 60s again. Dang. All right. I guess spring is trying to hold on. Or summer trying to hold on. It's something. <laughs> it's whatever, man. <laughs> Just kind of irritating. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it's, it's, I can't be mad, I guess. I mean, so my brother and his family live up in Erie, Pennsylvania. Mm hmm. And he sent me this picture of him with a snowblower out trying to snowblow their driveway. Yeah. Because they got that much. Yeah. Nope. No, thank you. I've seen some videos from New York. Yes. Man, they, they really got it's, hit. Yeah, 66. Like, I was like, whew. I'm like, yeah, y'all can keep that. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Phone that. Yeah, keep that. <laughs> Jeez. No, thanks. Hard, hard pass. Right. I mean, I'll come just, visit. I'll come visit y'all in the fall when the trees are turning, and then that's it. Right now, fo- if the snow was smart enough to just focus on the ground and stay off the road, mm-hmm. ooh, cool. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's not. My fav- well, my favorite's when it first snows here after the ground's been, you know, still warm, mm-hmm. and then it snows. So it just it looks beautiful coming down, and then it melts as soon as it hits. My favorite kind of snow. Yep. yep. Actually, the only kind of snow I like. You have a little spotting on the roof, a little, yep. little bit on the tree, like accents. That's all yep. we need. No That's accent. all we need. Yeah, nothing <laughs> more than that. Oh. No, it's great. Um, so this week, uh, Grayson finally got her backhand spring that she's been trying to work on. She got her aerial, so now she's working on her round-off backhand spring. And she went to uh, one of those trampoline parks and stuff. Mm-hmm. So yesterday, with some help from some of her friends from gymnastics that had invited her, uh, she got it. So now we just need to see how she does on the mat, on the gymnastics mat tomorrow night. So fingers crossed. But she, I mean, she was not, once she got started, man, she just went, just went to town. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. So, yes. Very good. And, yeah, I mean... York's doing good. He's looking forward. His birthday is the third, so it's coming right up around the corner. Quickly. And he kind of got a 
he kind of got an early birthday gift. Uh, the new Pokemon, uh, let's see, Scarlet and Violet came out. Yeah. He wanted Scarlet, so I let him go ahead and download it to a Switch. And, you know, he'd have it for the weekend, and he'll have it for uh, for Thanksgiving. So, yeah, it'll be... He's already having a blast, so, you know. That's good. Um, yep, kids are already happy, so... But yeah, they just got school for two days, so it's they're 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 good with that. They're like just one more after this. All right. Yep. We ain't doing much. <laughs> so, Sitting around doing busy work or watching. Yep. Do they watch movies like we had in school? Dude, I don't even know. That's a great question. I can't wait to find out. Yeah, because that's that's that was a good. You know, anytime you see a TV get yep. rolled into the classroom, like yes, yes sir. <laughs> Back when they had to roll TVs into a yes. classroom. <laughs> yes. Yep. Now good they just day. have projectors. And it's like, I mean, I guess it's as good of a surprise. I guess it's a good surprise whenever they put something on the projector. Yeah. But you just know as soon as you walk in and that TV card is in there, you know something's about to go down. Like, yep. yes. I don't even care what it is, but yes. This is the day. <laughs> so, yeah. True story. Um Let's see. I think that's it for us, man. I mean, pretty chill. Kind of odd week for me at work, but I mean, other than that, just pretty chill. Yeah. Chill week and weekend. I mean, literally, you know, figuratively and literally. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Actually, I think Kyla's part of the same, but she's um, work. She didn't come this way past weekend, so she's mm-hmm. working her McDonald's job. She's doing it PRN. <laughs> Gotcha. But yeah. she said she she's going to work Saturday through Wednesday, spend Thanksgiving with her mom, and then try to come on Saturday, on Friday, and then stay through the weekend. Okay. So, cool. yeah. So I say, like, get your money. Get your money. Yeah, girl. Definitely. Yeah. And uh, so you're going to try and take her to go see uh, Black Panther? Going cool. to. Like, I haven't had, we have, I've not been successful in taking her to the movie at all lately. Yeah. So hopefully we'll get to do that. Yeah. Well, fingers crossed. Yes. Yes. It's always some uh, always something comes or she's just tired, so I'm like, nah, I'm not gonna force it. <laughs> right. Yeah, but it should we should be able to work it out this weekend. Okay. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, I think we're gonna probably try and go see uh Strange World, the new Disney animated. Yeah. Uh Grayson really wants to see that, so we'll probably see that this weekend. Okay. Um I, you know what? While we're talking about it, I'll go ahead and run down the rest. Uh, Spielberg's new movie, The Fablemans, will also mm-hmm. be coming out. Yep. Bones and All, and Devotion will the four of those will be coming out. Okay. All this week. It's a lot. All this week. Yep. 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 And uh, Devotion's a aviator movie with uh, Jonathan Majors and Gwen Powell, and if you saw Top Gun Maverick. Uh, he was kind of one of the more arrogant ones. Hangman. He played yeah. Hangman. Yep. Uh, one of the more one of the more arrogant ones. Uh, the perfect blend of Maverick and Iceman. <laughs> True. So. I'm watching this trailer. I was like, man, this kind of feels like Maverick, just because he's in it. When I saw him, like, yeah, yeah. Is he like a descent, like grandparent of Hangman. Yeah, pretty much. It's a <laughs> prequel. Pretty much Hangman. Prequel all pre- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Prequel of all prequels. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh it's good. 
So that's what we have coming out. Uh, trailers. We have El- uh, Pixar's new one, Elemental, which follows Ember and Wade in a city where fire, water, land, and air residents live together. Starring Leah Lewis as Ember Lumen and Mamadou Athi as Wade Ripple. So, you know, when fire and water get together, steam. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. But yeah, it's comes out June 16th. So, looks, I mean, so far it looks cute from the little teaser tray where they did. Yeah. Uh, and for all the suburban moms out there, we have Magic Mike's Last Dance <laughs> coming February 10th, 2023. Uh, Channing Tatum is reprising his role as Mike Lane. And then Selma Hayek is in it. And... Yeah, so should be interesting. Question mark? I don't know. I've never seen any of these movies, so I have no. And Soderbergh is directing this one too, as he's directed the the previous two. So yeah, me neither. But it's weird when they when I saw the trailer, they showed it in one of the movies that I watched, and um, it's weird. I kind of knew what it was before they even kicked in. Like, and I'm not watching the movies. I'm like, how do I? How yeah. Do I, I know. This is not yeah. a new step up. This isn't a new step up movie. <laughs> <laughs> right. <sighs> like, as soon as I saw that chair come out, I'm like, oh no, this is that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or is it? It could still be a step up. I'm still, I don't like this game. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible at this game. <laughs> yeah. Oh, goodness. All right. Uh, and then lastly, we have Inside. Starring Willem Dafoe as Nemo, who is a high-end art thief that is trapped in a New York penthouse after his heist doesn't go as planned. Locked inside with nothing but priceless works of art, he must use all his cunning and invention to survive. It's like it's coming out March 10th. Directed by Vasilis Kasupis and written by Ben Hopkins. A focus feature... Focus features movie. So it's an interesting to say the least. Yep. So and that's what we got as far as trailers. Ooh, I got one. You got one. Okay. So there's gonna be a mini series coming out on FX called Kindred. Based yeah. on uh Malibu Butler's book by the same name. Um, follows a young aspiring writer, discovers secrets about her family's past when she finds herself mysteriously being pulled back and forth in time to a 19th century plantation. Um, it looks, I mean, I'm glad they're doing it episodically, so I feel like they'll mm-hmm. probably, maybe like each time jump will be an episode, but it looks like they might get this spot on with the book. And I've actually read the book, so I'm like, hey, hey I'm ahead of the game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really looking forward to it. It's supposed to come out uh airs December thirteenth of this year. Okay. Cool. Awesome. And cool. Yeah, I think I saw something on that. And I'm like, okay, this looks like something I might like. So yeah. cool, cool, cool. Uh 
Okay. Um, let's get into it. Who goes? I'm trying to remember who goes first this week. I'll go first. Hmm. I'll go. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. Don't matter. It doesn't really yeah. matter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the first movie I'll be talking about. I went to see. She said, which is about the Harvey Weinstein investigation that has him now in jail. <laughs> yeah. Um, came out November 18th, a runtime of uh, two hours and eight minutes. It, it fills every bit of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, directed by Maria Schrader, and it stars Carrie Mulligan, Zoe Kazan, Patricia Clarkson. Andre uh, Brauer, Jennifer L., Samantha <clears throat> Morton, uh, even appearance by Ashley Judd, and you have Mike Houston, James Austin, and Kelly McQuell, who voices uh, Rose McGowan. So gotcha. she's in it, but it's not her voice. Gotcha. Yeah. And so follows uh, New York Times reporters Megan Tuohy and Jody Cantor. As they break one of the most important stories in a generation, a story that helped ignite a movement and shattered decades of silence around the subject of sexual assault in Hollywood. So it starts off around the time that uh, Trump won his election. And mm-hmm. prior to that, you had people had women coming forth saying that he had done some inappropriate things to them. And, you know, he still won. And so they're basically looking for the next story about harassment and they're hearing about it being very prevalent in Hollywood. So um, they're hearing about Harvey Weinstein. So they try talking to people that work for him, assistants at Miramax, whether it's, you know, in America or London or in Hong Kong. There's been assistants there who've had a history with him and these same things happen. And so but nobody wants to come forth and talk because they're afraid of the backlash. Um, they do feature actresses such as Rose McGowan, Gwyneth Paltrow, and Ashley Judd. Ashley Judd is the only one who actually appears in this. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, many of these cases and situations are settled out of court and they sign NDAs to where if they say something about it, they'll get sued, which to me is like, it's kind of guilt right there. If you yeah. talk about it. Um, so the reporters are on to, you know, they've got a lot of information, but they just need people to step up and speak out, but no one wants to. Um, and then, of course, he finds out this investigation is happening. So he has his lawyers contacting them to try to avoid it. And, of course, he denies it. And, um, yeah, I mean, of course, as the story goes, people begin to speak up and he ultimately gets arrested. And he's I, honestly, I thought he was he, he died. That's what I thought. But he's still still locked up. Um, I mean, it's well acted considering the subject matter, but it's, 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 it's drawn out. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just really, it's just really long. It's, it's like, I don't know. It fills every bit of two hours. <laughs> gotcha. But, um, it's still, still pretty, pretty good to watch them do their investigation and talk to these people and just, you know, they're not forcing anybody to do anything. They're like, you know, we'll, we'll speak of this, but we'll leave your name out, but it'll be helpful if you would actually be the face of this to kind of help. Right. But um when but yeah. when a little extra credibility, not that they're struggling with it, but yeah. It does tend to help. Yeah. But you know, of course the actress in this, they just create afraid of the career blowback 
like, well, I won't be able to get the movies. Because even you know, Ashley yeah. J mentioned she was up for roles and he made some calls that she feels he did to kind of stunt her acting career. Yeah. So, but yeah, you know, if you're interested in that, you know, about this, then, you know, check it out. Like I said, it does feel very, very much yeah. two hours. <laughs> gotcha. Um, yeah, it's definitely one I'm going to end up seeing at some point. Just, yeah. just trying to delegate what to watch for. <laughs> Prioritize. There we go. Yeah. Which which movies I'll watch first. But it's definitely one I'm going to want to watch. I love Zoe Kazan. I think she's a great actress. Um, been in a lot of indie films. So, And Cole, yeah. Carrie Mulgan's always good. But yeah. Looks interesting. Yep. Cool. Uh, so for my first one, uh, we'll go ahead and do the family movie night pick. Although I was the only one watching it because due to time, we'll just say due yeah. to time, uh, time constraints. Uh, I, I watched Slumberland. Uh, this is actually based on a comic strip, Whittle Nemo. And which they did an animated uh, movie back in 1989, I think, something like that. Okay. Uh, so this is a more updated adaptation. This could be one of those where, one of those movies where, oh my God, they changed Flip's character the way, you know, quite a bit. Mm-hmm. So there may be some outrage, or people may just enjoy it because it's Jason Momoa, you know, and. He's a very likable person, and a very his character is a very charismatic, uh, eccentric character. So, yeah. kind of fun. Uh, so yeah, a young girl discovers a secret map to the dream world of Slumberland, and with the help of an eccentric outlaw, she traverses dreams and flees nightmares with the hope she will be able to see her late father again. This is rated PG. It's an hour and 57 minutes. And at times can, well, so it's an hour and 57, but I looked when the movie ended, mm-hmm. I hit pause and I looked and there were still 10 minutes left. So it's really like the actual movie movie is like an hour 40. So 10 minutes of credits. Yeah. I mean, it's, you can really you could probably cut out a couple of things and make mm-hmm. it a tight 130, but I mean, splitting hairs really at that point, right? For a kids' movie, uh, it's so Jason Momoa plays Flip, Marlo Barkley plays Nemo, Chris O'Dowd, one of my favorite character actors, plays Philip, uh, Nemo's uncle, Kyle Chandler plays Peter, who is Nemo's father. They live at a lighthouse, and uh, he basically homeschools her and teaches her how to like how to man a boat. I don't know how to. No, you don't drive a boat. Would you? I guess steer, um, sail. Yeah, I guess that's navi- the best navigate. word. To navigate. Navigate. There yeah. we go. Yeah. Yeah. Do a boat thing. Yeah. <laughs> you can do other outdoorsy stuff. Um. But she wants to help, you know, as far as help out at the lighthouse and stuff like that. Well, when she can answer the actual use, what is the actual use of a lighthouse? Yeah. So, um, 
and all that. Anyways, it's and then one night there's a huge storm. Father goes out to help, you know, and ends up uh, ends up drown. I guess drowning, but he ends up dying, and she has to go live with her uncle. Mm-hmm. We'll say a estranged uncle because they hadn't really been together. The her mother had passed away, you know, uh, earlier. You know, before the movie starts, it was just the two of them. So yeah. now she has no parents, and her father used to tell her stories um, at bedtime about these great adventures. Him and you know this character Flip used to go on, mm-hmm. and so yeah, now she's having to move in with her uncle Philip, who is he's not uptight. He's just he doesn't he's not married. He doesn't have kids. He lives by himself. He made it sound like he, I don't think he owns, but he's like a high up person at a door, you know, like a door lock and handle manufacturer. Okay. I guess is a good way to put it. And so he's having to get used to her, you know, being there and vice versa. And she's now having to go to school. And trying to get used to that whole thing. She's never had a phone, so now she's kind of used to like apps and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But all the while, she ends up, she has this pig that all of a sudden one night comes to life, and then she's in this dream world. And then she's introduced to Flip, who used to hang out with her dad a lot uh, before he got older and all that. So it's a. Uh, She's going with him to help find this pearl so that, you know, if she finds this pearl, she can bring her dad back, essentially. Okay. And Flip's going to help. So it's this very, but this only happens in her sleep. Whenever she wakes up and, or someone wakes her up, then obviously kind of stops. But whenever she goes back to sleep to try and pick up, you know, where she left off and everything. So, but it's, it's cute. It's a little I mean, deals with this would be the second movie this in as many weeks dealing with grief and death and how, you know, especially for a kids movie, it's kind of it's a little heavy. So I would say. Probably 10, I think it's probably 10 to 14 year olds, probably who was directed to maybe not even 14, but I don't know. Like Grayson says she wants to watch it, but I don't know if she's going to be that interested, to be honest. At least okay. with the first part, I think some things just because of the tone and the theme, and there are a couple of like the nightmares are more like smoke type things trying to come and attack. Mm-hmm. But there is a lot of fun, some whimsy, good visual effects. Jason Momoa is living his best life in this movie. Like he's yeah. just having, a, he's you could tell he's just having fun. Like it's like this in this isn't an Aquaman movie. I don't have to be super serious i could just come to work and just have fun yeah and uh yeah you could tell he's just having the best time making this movie i do find i do think the movie is enjoyable i think it's fun to watch uh it is different than the comic strips and the animated so it's it's i mean if you're like me and don't know about either one mm-hmm. <laughs> it, you, i think you'll be fine it's just for people that are either 
have some sort of knowledge about either the comic strip or about the animated movie from 1989, then maybe. Yeah, maybe. But I'll just enjoy each th- each property for what it is. <laughs> like, like this doesn't yeah. negate the other existence. <laughs> yep. Just enjoy that for what it is. Yeah. So, but I I did like it, and I think you know. I'd even go nine. I mean, Grayson's eight, but you know, nine, maybe closer to ten to about twelve or thirteen. I think it'd be good age area. So, yeah, there's not enough jokes in it to to make it for younger to keep the younger kids interested, if if you know what I mean. Okay. So, so, but no, it's good. So, check it out, Slumberland on Netflix. I, for, I did forget to mention that part. I think. So my next one, I went to see The Menu, uh, which also released November 18th. This one has a runtime of an hour and 46 minutes, directed by Mark Millad, and it stars Ray Fiennes as Julian Slowick, Anya Taylor-Joy as Margot Mills. You have Nicholas Holt as Tyler, uh, Hong Choi as Elsa, Janet McTeer, William Bloom, and... Reed Bernie as Richard, Judith Light as Anne, which the whole time I was watching the movie, I'm like, I know I know her from somewhere. And who's the boss? Played Angela. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. All right, cool. And then we have John Leguizamo, Leguizamo as either George Diaz or, or, or Jorge Diaz. Uh, this is about a young couple who travels to a remote island to eat at an exclusive restaurant where the chef has prepared a lavish menu with some shocking surprises. Uh, so the restaurant uh, Hawthorne is an exclusive restaurant owned and operated by celebrity chef Julian Slowick, um, along with um, Anya Taylor-Joy and Nicholas Holt's character, uh, Margot and Tyler. You also have a food critic and her editor. You have a wealthy couple, post-prime movie star, and his assistant, along with three business partners that are all attending this uh, special event, which is very pricey. I think about $1,200 a person. <laughs> so they got to have, have, have funds <laughs> to do this. Um, Tyler is a foodie slash fanboy of uh, Slowick. And he's very excited about this experience because he studied him and he just learned all kinds of things about food. So this is mm-hmm. very exciting for him. Um, Margo, on the other hand, isn't really interested at all. Um, and so there's a point where they're all they're checking in, the guests listen to everything, and she finds out that she wasn't Tyler's original guest. You know, he's like, oh, just something happened, you know, so, you know, it's cool. It's all right. But <laughs> he kind of blows it off. Um, but also there are specific reasons why everyone is here. So when, um, the chef pretty much meticulously details every course that they have, then it it just, you know, it's just not everybody's really into it in a way, but of course Tyler's just excited to the point where he points out certain ingredients or food. And, you know, he's really, for some reason, wanting to really impress the chef. (laughs) Um, but as things go on, 
things take a dark turn, and that's when the suspense kind of kicks in. Um, it's kind of hard to talk about without spoiling, but I'll say the trailer, the trailer of the movie gives you enough to where you know this is a thriller type mm-hmm. suspense, but it doesn't give anything away, and I will not either. Um, I feel it's well acted, great performances from everyone involved, but this is Anya Taylor Joy and Ray Fine's movie. Like they're the standout of this. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's it was unexpected. Like, cause I I, I didn't know what I was really what you know what I was getting into. Yeah. So like, well, how's how's this gonna be a thriller? And then once it once it happens, it's like, whoa. <laughs> it's, that's all I can say. It's just whoa. It's not your normal restaurant food get together at all. It's not soiled green, is it? <laughs> okay. So. okay. Alright. But uh things do get dark. Okay. And you start learning how everybody's kind of connected. Yeah. While they're all here. Bas- yeah. Basically it's a revenge a revenge course. That's <laughs> what it seems yeah. like. In a way, there's an overall theme that reveals itself at <laughs> about halfway through you learn what's really going on. And it's yeah. Yeah. It's it gets dark. It, it kind of gets a little A24 toward the end, too. So I had to recheck and see what who, who was behind this, but it's not them. <laughs> but it's yeah, it, it's good. It's good. And it's rated R, which I think is because they throw a lot of F-bombs at the beginning. Yes. Yeah. But and then there's blood in it. So, oh, yeah. But yeah, but, uh, but yeah, it, it's it's good. It's It's another one of those good real horror thrillers that come out and there, there's some humor in it, but it's not enough to take the tension away from it. So you're still very yeah. much, you know, yeah, I laugh, but what's, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> what is this? That's, that's cute. <laughs> now let's move on. Let's yeah. Let's figure this out. I don't out. know why we're doing that, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, okay. I watched for my second one. I watched, uh, because I didn't catch it in theater, but Showtime, it's playing on Showtime. I watched the, I guess technically this would be the third Fletch film, mm-hmm. but uh, I watched Confess Fletch. Came out just, I think, a couple of months ago. And it's rated R, an hour and 38 minutes long. After becoming the prime suspect in multiple murders, Fletch strives to prove his innocence while simultaneously searching for his fiance's stolen art collection. Starring John Hamm as Erwin M. Fletcher, Caitlin Zara Rose as Laurel Goodwin, Roy Wood Jr. as Inspector Morris Monroe, Aiden uh, Meieri as Grizz, Lorenza I think it's Izo as Angela de Garassi. Uh, Arian. That's how you pronounce it. I don't even know. Uh, Arian Mitani as the home waiter. And then Domenico del Giacco as the Italian detective. And then, of course, Cal McLaughlin as Ronald Horan. So. John Slattery plays Frank, which, uh, Frank Jaffe from, and Lucy Punch plays Tatiana Tesserly. 
So, this movie is the second in the series in the book series of the Fletch book series. Mm-hmm. This one's technically the second. This is in the pan, or I guess in the. If you look at the as uh, the three movies, it should go Fletch, this movie, and then I guess Fletch lives after, but. Fletch is living overseas because he came into a lot of money from Tim Tim Matheson's character from the first movie. Mm -hmm. But in this movie, they use the reasoning for why he moved away is because he got jaded over journalism and how basically it's not as good as now because of social basically social media ruined journalism and so he kind of dipped out i guess is a good way to put it and he gets roped into helping his girlfriend try and get her family stolen art collection that uh, back so he starts tracking everything down then he winds up in boston he was in italy and now he's in boston so he's trying to kind of follow everything. He's staying at this house that his girlfriend hooked him up with, only like a Airbnb type thing. Yeah. Only, but when he gets there, there's a dead body, and of course he's the prime suspect. And the owner of the house turns out used to date Fletch's girlfriend, so that's how they know each other, and that kind of comes comes to fruition and all that but it is and just kind of the typical kind of fletch you know random nonsense kind of just happens to him and he always kind of has his little quips i like john ham but i don't know if i would have picked him to play fletch yeah it's definitely a different take uh, than chevy chases i mean he's still kind of a wise ass but just kind of a different kind i guess is a good way to put it Mm-hmm. And I think the only reason why it's rated out, well, no, there is blood and some deaths in it, but uh, I guess the f bomb's been, you know. But other than that, it's could be PG thirteen to be honest. But it's not, it's not a bad movie. There's, mm-hmm. it's worth watching. I'll, I'll say that it's worth watching. But I don't see myself rewatching this like I do with the first one. Okay. Because to me, the first one's just a classic. And, yeah. Plus, I really like the soundtrack from the first one, too. <laughs> but, I mean, it's again, it's not a bad movie. I did like it. It's... Uh, I, I feel like at times it tries too hard to try and be like the original. But, just being its own thing. Yeah. And, I mean, it's trying to still do... It's trying to do both. Let's put it that way. Okay. Because you can do, you could try and do both. Let me rephrase that. <laughs> um, it's trying to do its own thing, but also, I guess, pay respects, I guess you could say, to the original. Yeah. Uh, but I really liked Roy Wood Jr. in this. He, him and uh, John Hamm played well off of each other in those scenes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, it's, it's not... 
It's not bad. It just it does seem like for a movie that's only like an hour and thirty eight minutes long, it does kind of seem to kind of slow down at times. Whereas like the original Fletcher movie just seemed like it just kept on moving and moving and moving. You know, just it had a good pace pacing to it. So, uh, yeah. So, but I did enjoy it. It's on Showtime. Confess Fletch, and yeah, I guess that's it. For movies, <laughs> you and then uh, for TVs this week, uh, I watched on Netflix 1899. So, for those of you uh, with, that have watched the series Dark on Netflix, mm-hmm. these are this show is by the same people that did that, and so it's also dubbed just like Dark is. So you, you know, don't want to do subtitles. Don't you just want to, but a multinational or excuse me, multinational immigrants traveling from the old continent to the new encounter a nightmarish riddle aboard a second ship adrift on the open sea. So basically another ship that looks just like it. They come across and there's only one survivor. And it's a little boy who doesn't speak. So this, uh, so Maura Franklin takes the kid in and uh, takes the kid in and is trying to protect him, trying to get him to talk and still won't say anything. Meanwhile, they're trying, you know, the captain's trying to investigate. It's weird because the beginning of every episode episode kind of reminds me of, of the show lost in which it'll focus like on one character. It'll show like a back, like a snippet from a backstory mm-hmm. and then, and then it'll cut to present. So the way this one does, it starts off with someone's backstory and then something happens. And then you just see the person laying in bed and you hear, wake up. And then the person like shoots up, you know, wakes up and then you see this play out throughout the entire eight episodes of the series. It's a little slow at first, but it is trying to establish characters, but it's in who's who and what's going on and what's actually going on with the people on the ship. And then the and then when the second ship shows up, the captain's wanting to go or investigate that. Mm-hmm. And then there's just weird things going on. And the weird things start happening on the ship with all the passengers. And then people start dying off and they start blaming this kid. So now, you know, the you have basically the the <clears throat> employees that you have the people working on the ship versus the the other guests who try you're like, listen, this kid's the one reason why these people are dying. We need to get this kid. And then, Ever since we found this kid, everything's been bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much everything started going to shit. And yeah. and they're like, kids, like it's not me. <laughs> but yeah, um, it does really pick up after like second. We'll say second episode. You. You kind of get hooked because they have that little stinger, and you're like, "Okay, now I got to watch the next one because I got to find out what this is about now." Yeah. 
if you I'll, I'll say this much if you liked lost and westworld i'm not saying they're robots okay i'm not going to say that but if you like those type of shows you will like you will definitely like 1899 and then they definitely set it up for another season i'll leave it with that much but i'm not going to tell you how so but it's the one i think if i have something to complain about it's just the lighting it's like game of thrones kind of lighting it's just real dark you have to really check up your brightness so that's i guess my biggest gripe about the show is that it's just very very dark or darkly lit yeah like yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, just like that. But I would definitely recommend it for sure, though. Highly recommend. Just good show. Um, I'm about halfway through Dead to Me season three, which is the final season. Um, to not give too much away from the previous seasons, if you know listeners haven't watched the um, second season ended with the main characters of Jen and Judy being in an accident and someone close to them is responsible. So basically this whole series is just secrets, you know, things happen yeah. instead of them just being straightforward about what's going on, they hide it. You know, it's like, you know, secrets you lie, you got to keep it up and things always eventually come out and, you know, to sum it up, if everything had come out from the beginning, we wouldn't have a show because none of this stuff would have happened. <laughs> If you're, if you're just thinking about it, but um, it's 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 a good season so far. It's just like you just it's, everything just is bad. This gets bad. Like yeah. just, once they get things solved, and something else comes up and makes things worse again. You know. Yeah. So um, I plan on finishing that this week. I finally watched the first two episodes of the of The Witcher, which I'm liking. Yeah. I mean, it's just gonna be a little get get into, but um, I think I'll I'll watch that. Um, watch the first two episodes of From Scratch that's on Netflix with uh, Zoe okay. Saldana. Um, basically, she goes to Italy for art to learn art when well, she's supposed to be going to school to be a lawyer, I believe, or a doctor. Um, and she meets two guys, one of which she kind of hooks up with, another one's just a friend, but she really likes the friend. And eventually, she picks him, and you know, um, he's a chef. He cooks. Like, they say a way to a man's heart to a stomach, but I think for her mm-hmm. it's the same way because I think that's how he got her with being nice also, but cooking <laughs> really well. <laughs> cooking really well. And um, so far, it's it's good. Like, I've seen some people post about it. I think things get sad later on episodes, so I kind of know where things are going just off of what mm-hmm. I've read. But uh, so far, most of Donna this looks young. Like she's playing a, a younger, like I mean, like she just she can play a teenager like forever it seems. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, it's a good show so far, and that's just her. That's just her avatar. <laughs> um, and then Walking Dead had their season finale, series finale last night, so I need to finish. I got kicked caught up, so I can binge it now. Um, that's that's it. Um, I do plan on watching. 1899 once I my attention span with TV shows are just bad. Yeah. Like I'll start watching one show and like, oh, this is nice. Start watching that and then kind of forget. Cause I still need to go back to Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> so it's just an in peripheral. It's just a lot of a lot of shows. 
Well, low country, because we need to talk about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wait, we, we need to. Maybe, maybe I'll sure. focus on that for the, maybe at least, if, if not by the next time we record, at least the one okay. after that, I'll have it watched. Okay. Yeah. Cool. That's all I've been watching. Okay. Cool. Yeah. And like I said at the beginning, uh, this week, this for Thanksgiving, we have Strange World, uh, The Fablemans, Bones and All, and Devotion. So. Then the week after that, we have Violent Night. So, and then uh, that Knives York. Out sequel. Yes, they're doing like a one. Well, it's two days. Um, midnight on Tuesday, they're airing it. They're showing it in theater, and then Wednesday. But then after that, it'll it'll come to Netflix uh, in December. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So very limited release on the twenty third, yeah. and then. If you don't watch it then, then you gotta wait till December twenty third. Gotcha. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, York wants to go see Violent Night. And I've read a few things and I don't know. We'll see. Mm-hmm. So I can't I don't think it's gonna be that bad. So I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> we shall see. But no, it uh otherwise oh and Starting next week, I'll at least have one Christmas movie because I'll start watching all the Christmas movies because Spirited came out with uh, Ryan Reynolds and uh, Will Ferrell on Apple TV+. Plus. So I could have watched that this week, but I'm like, oh, I'll wait till after Thanksgiving and then we'll yeah. start. So. Yeah, so I was going to watch the Christmas story. Christmas like, no, yep. hold, off. hold off. And that's how yeah. I am, too. And I've already got a list of other Christmas movies that just recently came out to various different streamings. And this is a good segue for me to plug our new TikTok because we finally are now on TikTok. Lord help us all. I'll be asking the kids how to use it. So, anyways, I'm going to basically preview some new Christmas movies that are coming to streaming services as well as other movies that have dropped on streaming as well and kind of help that use that to kind of help get the word out on all that. So coming soon. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> See how bad Jeff is at TikTok Because mm. he's too. Uh, no dancing though. No dancing. No. Mm-mm. No, because then TikTok will shut down. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Just doing my part. <laughs> uh, exactly. Well, everybody, it's a very short episode, but that's okay. It's a good brief episode for a holiday week. For a short week, a short episode. Yep. We hope... Uh, Hope everyone has a good Thanksgiving um, and get to see family and fellowship. Watch a parade, eat some food, watch some foosball. Get the itis. Uh, yep. Take some good naps. Yep. Take some good naps, watch some good movies. Yep. And then start decorating if you haven't already <laughs> for the coming month. Yep. It'll be when Mariah Carey is fully thought out. Oh, Lord help us. They do like a, a horror thriller commercial of that happening. Like, oh my gosh, we must stop. Her. You know, just something real spooky. 
I hear that every time uh, that song is played, Nick Cannon finds out he has another kid. <laughs> going to be busy this month, then. <laughs> Next month. Uh, he's already busy. Yep. And they were all just going to have, it's going to be descendants of Nick Cannon ruling yep. the world soon. <laughs> Nick Cannon and Elon Musk. Yep. Lord help us all. Yes. Uh. <laughs> I can see why he still needs that mass Singer money. <laughs> Man, just, uh. just do what you need to do to stop. You got enough. <laughs> Just get the snip, man. Yeah, it's, it's, it'll be fine. You can, you can have as much fun as you want. Yeah. Exactly. It's outpatient. It'll be fine. Yeah. It'll be good. Uh, <laughs> God bless. Uh, well, with that being said, we hope everyone has a great holiday weekend. We will talk to y'all next week. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed our show and have a moment, please rate and review. It helps us out a lot. Also, recommend us to someone that enjoys movies or also has kids. You can find us on Twitter at PA Movie Podcast and on Instagram at Parental underscore advisory underscore movie underscore pod. Be sure to join our Facebook group, Parental Advisory Movie Podcast, and join in on the fun.